This is a reality TV show. A, rea- a reality TV cartoon parody. Yeah. In which, but they are being filmed for an audience. Yeah. Yeah. How did they get this footage? Woo! Final six. Final six, woo! And as soon as Owen sees Justin's head, he cannot stop himself from talking about how good he looks. My bisexual king. I was offended by how many times Heather was gasping. Welcome, campers, to the Dock of Shame podcast. My name is Matt, and joined with me are... Uh, my name is Chris, and um, how, how dare how dare Nintendo rob us of all the great franchises, such as Puyo Puyo. Chris, that's my Sega. Na- I, I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Walsh, and guys, did you hear they just added Mario to Smash Brothers? My name is Gabe, and I, 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 I will admit I'm a Metroid fucker. Like, just I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> so we are we are recording this on the day of the Nintendo's E3 presentation, 2021. I give it, I give it an A minus. It was excellent. It was, it was really I, I, I would also give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, it was an excellent, excellent presentation. Uh, uh, don't at me. Ninety-nine out of a hundred, because there's no such thing as a perfect paper. excellent that good 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 pull good pull imagine imagine if i graded things that way that would be terrible you you should lose your job i will be straight up with you (laughs) you should lose your job no i use i use rubrics and checklists so the student did something they get the points for it exactly there you go (laughs) boom no objectivity here anyways welcome to the doc of shame we are going to talk about today how Campshire? I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, I don't know. Alright, hold on. I'll go to, I'll go to translate.google.com and find out exactly what uh, is the is okay, the pronunciation hold on. of that. I think I fi- think I'm figuring it out. Okay. You you're getting to the bottom of, of this. Haute Haute Couture is a French word. Oh, so Haute Campture. Okay. Haute Couture, which means uh, expensive, fashionable clothing. Mm. Well, I guess because I guess because it's like fancy living where they yeah, are. Fancy, it, fancy yeah, fancy living. Right, right. Fair la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So this is a very, very uh, different episode, a, a special episode, as Chris calls it in the recap, where we're mm-hmm. not doing the competition today. They get a day <laughs> off, which, despite this competition lasting for, uh, for. 49 days or seven weeks as he said and there only being uh what was the math i did 19 eliminations that's a little bit more than just the one day off but it's fine (laughs) (laughs) just just a tad we get to go to where people go after the dock of shame 
In fact, this is where all of our listeners will go to once they finish listening to this podcast completely. Yeah, yeah, you'll get a knock at the you'll, door. You'll, See, like, yeah, the you'll, have, is, you'll have to pay for it yourself. It'll never end. It'll, it will never end, so you'll never get to go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no first fancy you have living to, for you. Now that you're listening to the Dock of Shame, you then have to listen to the Boat of Losers, and then you get to listen to the whatever this place is called, because I could not pick it up for the life of me. It's cartoon. <laughs> it's it's cartoon Ponderosa. That's how I'm calling it. Cartoon Ponderosa, yeah. Ponderosa being the place uh, that people go after they're voted out on Survivor. Mm. But only the jury in Survivor. Yeah. This is the entire cast. <laughs> well, technically speaking, at least the way that they present it in this show, this is the jury. This is the jury, yes. <laughs> Chris uh, Chris actually does his intro from a bunch of different places on the island today, and then jet skis away before the uh, title starts. And this reminded me of the very the old seasons of Survivor, where after, um, after Jeff Probst... Uh, collected the votes at final tribal council on the island he would get on a jet ski or get in another vehicle of some kind and it's implied that he jet skied from the place that they were to new york city or to la depending on where they were reading the votes and then walked (laughs) into the studio and would read the votes there okay can i just tell you just to pause right there i fucking loved that i only got i only started seeing that near like the the beginnings of me watching and then they got rid of it because now all they do they start you right from the stage show for those finales and it's just like man that was so cool when he would just like have this crazy transition where he would just be look like he was delivering it as if it's all the same night like i i felt like that was so cool and they they robbed it from us because cbs reality shows always fucking rob us of good shit (laughs) i also wanted to i also wanted to talk about you know, Chris is jumping from place to place as he's talking about what's to come. One of those places looks very much like the trailer that Lashana won and then was destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> and when he's there, first he says, "Who do, uh, we'll see, you know, who do they think deserves to win the hundred grand? And then he says, Chris says, the losers are about to let it all hang out. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it is. It's like maybe it's symbolism that part, like what they're trying to show off there, and we'll get into it, of course. Yeah, of course. (laughs) All right. So uh, the Chris Chris's jet ski uh, changes colors when he arrives. (laughs) I didn't realize that. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) It's it's red when he leaves, and then like a pink when he gets there. Perfect. That's so good. (laughs) <laughs> and mentions that the fate of the final five are in the hands of the 17 losers currently at Ponderosa. I'm going to call it Ponderosa just because it's easier to remember. Yeah, but it's it's basically Ponderosa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we get uh, th- this episode's kind of divided into three parts. The first part is uh, seeing what all of these uh, what all of these uh, eliminated contestants have been up to in uh, Ponderosa. The second part is what they think of the five people currently left in the game, and then the third part is a surprise we'll mention later. Although if you've seen the episode, you already know what happens. Yes. So in the first part, uh, we get to kind of see uh, see all of these uh, 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 all of these uh, people doing some different things. We start out right away with Katie and Sadie at a poolside bar while they're uh, talking to Noda. No, Noda. Noah. 
Sadie feels something bite her. Uh, they mentioned that, oh, it's not the sharks because they're getting seaweed mud wraps with Beth, which is an amazing joke. (laughs) (laughs) That the sharks are there in the pool with the contestants, but they're not biting them there because they're getting mud wraps. (laughs) I, I, I was, uh, I was kind of confused because when they, when they panned out to those sharks, I was just like, where's the seaweed? And like, I'm like, okay, well the, the mud's there at least, so. Yes, yeah. that's, that's 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 the treatment. I get it. Whatever, that's fine. Oh, uh, but it was actually Izzy that bit her because she felt the urge to bite something like sh- like sharks might feel, and then we get cut back to the shark again, and it just shrugs. I mean, to be fair, that's like a legit thing, uh, especially like for me. That only happens when I floss right before it. I feel like I need to chew on something so I like I chew on gum or whatever because it feel my my gums feel weird. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I get I that. that. Yeah. But before that they do this whole like jaws build up as if, you know, they first feel something in the water and then something bites Sadie. And, but the whole time they're just like zooming in. <clears throat> and it's like it almost implies that Izzy ate Sadie's ass, and I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> Not great. Fair. Not great. Not good. I'll just assume it was the leg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we cut to Jeff and Bridget, who are making out in a hot tub. Uh, Zeke is also there. Uh, and Zeke, <laughs> kind of throughout the episode, dr- tries to get closer to Jeff and Bridget making out, much to their chagrin. What energy this this Ezekiel uh, presents in this episode. <laughs> I know shit gets weird with Ezekiel. That much I do remember with uh, yeah. going forward in the series. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bridget is also wearing Jeff's hat. Which do- does not usually come off of, of his head or her head at, uh, throughout this episode because they're just making out so much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, more power to them, I guess. <laughs> uh, Trent and DJ are just enjoying themselves. Uh, an eagle comes by, picks up Bunny, and drops Bunny onto the grill that Cody's on, but it's okay, because Cody opens the grill and Bunny jumps into the pool. Bunny's okay. Yeah, there's many moments of this episode that's just like, oh, remember this shtick that went away when this character was eliminated? (laughs) Well, it's back. (laughs) In full force. That's true. Uh, Cody, for example, is extremely sunburnt uh, since getting out of his cast, uh, because he's trying to get a tan. For the ladies... His delivery is something else. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. We see Lindsay and Tyler. Lindsay's on his uh, on his lap and said, "Now, if if I know how fat this place was, I assume with a with a pH, yes, uh, that that you would have gotten her her butt kicked off the first episode. And now Tyler and her can hang out. Which one's Tyler?" Yeah, this this was not um not really one of my favorite bits on the on this one. I I I, lo- I do like Lindsay generally, but I'm like, okay. I feel like they, I feel like they could have figured out another way to play the stupid blonde thing. <laughs> like, that's just me. I but I, I did like I I did appreciate seeing her again because it's just like yeah. she's just a fun character. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Zeke says yo a lot. Uh cut back to the pool. <laughs> 
references. No, I gotta skip right past that. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing else to say. This dude was eliminated first. He, he, he just, he just goes on about how, like, uh, yeah, I love the celebrity life or whatever. Yeah, like, he's just, he's like, just... He, he now has a gold chain around his neck. Like, <laughs> yeah. boy, you are the peak of irrelevancy. Yeah. <laughs> He's in shorts and also, a gold he's chain very, at the very pool, but he still has his like mountain like... boots. Yeah, like he's he's ex- <laughs> he's very very white for someone that seems to be out in the sun like a shit ton right now. Yeah, maybe he's like just maybe he's there, um, just under the water a ton. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's it's very prevalent there. Okay, maybe I uh, shouldn't say peak of irrelevancy because we just gotta wait a few seasons. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Izzy grabs uh, what she thinks is someone else's bikini bottom, but it's hers. Hate when it happens. Yep. Uh, Courtney, we find out, is still extremely mad about. Harold uh, voting her, uh, tampering with the votes and getting her out, which fair. There's yeah. a level of that. There's a level of that that I can understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I completely, I completely understand that that frustration. Hmm. So she does what any rational person would do, and and uh, uh, unhinges, bolts a lamp post, and starts searching for Harold with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's what you do with cheaters, you know. Right. That's why I Tom beat you to death. That's why. That's why like someone came running out of the field in the Patriots game that one time and beat Tom Brady with a lamppost. Like they was right. it was it, <laughs> it, it was very like it was it was kind of dramatic. But then like the analysis were like actually guys this is just routine for people that have have cheated. Yep. Yeah. I don't know sports, so this is this this could all be true, and I wouldn't I wouldn't know know the wiser. <laughs> it's well, the Tom Brady cheating move. part is very widely speculated. It's why it's why it's confirmed. Inconfirmed in some ways, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Harold, we find out, uh, explains his feelings a bit on like a why he did what he did, uh, and then was talking about how how starving he was, which means ever since he got voted out. And remind you, Harold was the last was the uh, the last pre merge boot. Okay. So it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I... But Harold is probably barely eaten since uh since he since he was voted out he must have like a like i i uh, yeah that is kind of wild like maybe has he been just like feasting on leaves or something like i guess <laughs> yeah i don't know that's wild but then when he asks for baloney from trent trent is like still almost hesitant to help him which means that i don't think anyone likes harold yeah that's <laughs> interesting because so that the, the, there was this whole scene that happened right where where Trent's like hesitant to give the baloney, gives her the baloney, and then Ezekiel's like, um, wh- why are you helping him? Uh, a is it whatever the fuck the accident? He specifically is. said that he's a traitor. He's a traitor. Yeah, yeah he's yeah he's a traitor, right? And and then Trent is like, yeah, well, he he's gotta eat something, other like because otherwise he can't come out here. And it cut to you see Courtney kind of like walking with the lamppost, um. That was interesting. I was just like, oh, uh, so the, what was established then was, okay, so people know what, what Harold did to Courtney, and so they're kind of looking at Harold and scolding him for what he did. 
Okay. So yeah. that made sense. But then <laughs> to, uh, keep going. And then it gets to another point where that confused me a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we can, we, we can talk about it now, but a little later on, um, uh, no one else seems to want to back Courtney up either. Yeah, it was like everyone's just like, I yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about, including Trent was one of them. Like right. Trent, it was Trent, and Ezekiel even came. I was like, why are you even, why are you even mad at him? And then like, he, like even though he was the one that said he's a traitor, bro, and, <laughs> and then Courtney hits him with the, with the lamppost. Like there's there's some weird like mixed storyline there that I was like, I don't know if everyone's on the right page. Like what's exactly going on? What's the dynamic I, here? See, like, I think some of them were playing coy. Like, yeah. My only problem with that scene is that the baloney was far too tough and chewy. <laughs> yeah, no, I can I can agree with that because usually yeah. baloney is pretty easy to sink your teeth into. Like it's not the worst meat like that. That's kind of that is some fucking thick baloney that you're buying into. And I don't. I'm not. I don't know if I'm a fan of that. Love that bologna. So. For me, the the real reason that they were acting this way, I don't think that Zeke or Trent are really looking down at Harold like, you are a traitor, therefore I will not help you. I think much more so, I don't want to get involved, because if I help you, I don't want to also have Courtney after me with a lamppost. <laughs> that's, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. I do also think that Zeke... Uh, his mentality is he's kind of, he's cool now, you know? He was on reality TV, that's why he has the bling, that's why he thinks he's he's so fly, and so he thinks that he is even better than someone like Harold. Why would you even help somebody like him? Is Zeke, like, the most, like, unlikable character, like, in this, in this show? Yeah. kind of like, creep. Like yeah. I mean, like I know that like I I've had my f- my fun taking digs at uh, Heather and and Duncan and all of them, but like people at least genuinely like those those characters. No one who the fuck like Zeke. Who who <laughs> in their right mind would look at the show and be like, you know who my favorite character character is? It's Ezekiel. It's Zeke. I feel like yeah. they'd only say that ironically. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. There's, like, there's no way. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care what your your belief system is. I, like, w- or whatever. I I don't think there's a single person who would actually like Zeke. <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't care what your religion is. But if <laughs> yeah, you like yeah. Zeke, <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't care what you believe in life. I don't care if you believe in God, a bunch of gods, no God, or if you believe Chris McClain is the true God. I, Ezekiel. Zeke, Zeke is the only God. Ze- Ezekiel <laughs> is not the God that you should believe in <laughs> well, welcome welcome to the the book of canadian where we I have <laughs> listen i have the freedom of religion and that's why i'm a zeke stan oh my god is that I'm what we sorry call for people you. who follow religion religion stands religion stan i'm a jesus stan <laughs> god. all right let's move on <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we get some some more more just very uh, very minor scenes uh, and through through these and a little bit earlier too it, it turns into a bit of a clip show uh, which is actually a great episode kind of for us to watch having uh, uh, not watched the show in like two months yeah, yeah um, good catch up yeah but like it, it's a clip show but we see we see some uh, some throwbacks some 
commentary, uh, uh, montages, what uh, and whatever else on things that have happened in the show, such as Noah saying, well, you can't say I wasn't a team player, and then a clips of him totally not being a team player. Right, right. <laughs> Katie and Sadie talk about their fight uh, and say hi to their, their peeps back home in Toronto. Right. You were uh, you were gonna say something? No, 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 no. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have anything specifically. I was, I was gonna say that, like, oh, maybe Noah could also be in like that category of like, no one really would like say that he's that, like he's a favorite. But I also, I do think that I could see the charm. I could see that where there could be a charm to Noah that people like like him Chris, for. It's Chris. I'm saying I'm not saying this ironically. I love Noah. Yeah. Uh, no. I. Yeah. I. I'm like. I like. I feel like currently he's kind of unbearable, but I think that there's probably an evolution that he might go under that he's actually like much more likable, especially since he's like he's not. He's it's, he goes even beyond like the three seasons that went that went down. Like I, he did. He yeah. did the race, the amazing race thing. As he well. was in the. He was. He was in the ridiculous race. Uh, yeah. Teamed up with Owen. Yeah, so, so like he, I, I know that he grows as a not grows necessarily, but I know like he's enough he's enough of an established character that people are like want him, want to see him more, you know. So, and a, t- a ton of people from from my understanding really liked Noah after just Island, which is also strange because of how little he was used. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess because like maybe they they thought his like sarcasm was funny, which I. Yeah. yeah, which it is. Like it's it's he's, but I also think that he's also can be just very annoying with the in terms of his interactions with people. Yep. Um, uh, Courtney is continuing to go around looking for Harold. Says she's going to sue him. Uh, Coconut falls on her head, and she complains that they should have region uh, appropriate pr- props because they're in Muskoka, Canada, and not anywhere tropical. So snow falls on her instead. It's not just like. A little bit of snow. It's like a fucking dump truck of snow. Yep. And that was like that was a semi. Yeah. I don't know if this is like a politically correct thing that happens directly afterward. Um, uh, do not. I I know what you are going to say that. Um, that is not a like an acceptable. Uh, I mean, like me saying like that's not a, an acceptable term, but it's like it's it's not a not a more commonly used term anymore. For an Inuit person, so yes, yeah. So it, it was it was an individual that was riding a sleigh that landed, um, yeah. on the snow. Um, I yeah, this was a, this was a fantastic moment. Like I felt oh, like yeah. that was it was a very good like producers it, that that to me was like a, like a very good like producers messing with the contestants moment. That was like okay, this is fun. This is this is this is unique. I or not unique, but like it's just it was just a funny moment that happened. And it's good. Doesn't yeah. affect the game because she's voted out. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, and then uh, Lindsay asks that that uh, that guy if he's Tyler. Right. Uh, no. Right. Noah talks about his experiences a little more, and everyone's like, "Oh, you kissed a guy," and he I... keeps denying it. But he did kiss Cody on the ear at least. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about it, and I was like, "He what?" <laughs> me too me too i yeah that 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 was like a fun like uh like I, it, I it was funny because i was just like yeah I, I do remember that moment but uh i it's funny that they count it <laughs> you know yeah. like it's, it, but it's a, it's a good thing to it's a good rehashed memory yeah 
Uh, Lindsay's excited because there's a picture of her in Star Stalker magazine, even though the show... I don't know if the show has aired yet. It's very unclear if the show is, like, if it's live, like Big Brother, or if it's filmed and then aired again, like in Survivor. I, I think this in this reality, it's a live showing. I don't know if they're necessarily the episodes themselves would be considered live, but yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that's, like... Um, I remember when I watched like I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Like that was a, that was a um a survival show that was live, uh, that right. aired live at, at some point. So I'm guessing that yeah, it could have been. It, I know this is talking logistics about a cartoon, but it just, I, it's just it's just it's just interesting to think about. I think I do think it could have been like that. The universe had it where they they would film the earlier like a few days earlier and then have the episode out later. Yeah. I, w- yeah, no. I watched that show too, and I remember three people specifically who were on it. Yes, uh, I re- I remember Lou Diamond Phillips who won. Yeah, uh, I remember Santana, the guitarist. Okay, yeah, I do. I do and then I, him. and then I remember Patty Blagojevich, wa- wife of former Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich. Yeah, I and there was, <laughs> and then there's Spencer and Heidi Pratt who was like the oh villain, that's right the villains of those of that season, which was yeah it was all it was all wild that whole that whole show was very wild and very weird. Very. Uh, I was going to uh, say that, yeah, it feels it feels very live, especially when later on they're talking about, oh, you know, I didn't I didn't see that episode yet, you know, where it feels like it has to be coming out at least around the same time with each one. I also really enjoyed the line. I don't I don't know because I watched the uncensored version, but, you know, she talks about how. Lindsay talks about how she's in the magazine, but then she's like, oh, maybe, maybe I could be on the, maybe if I get an eating disorder or my boobs done, I can be on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that was, that was, uh, as is they put, they kept that in. Uh, I like, I, I, that was a very, very good line. That was a it's very it's problematic in some ways, but they, it's a it's they very did, interesting line. They did change it in the, in the censored version. They did. Okay. Yeah. So it's a change from eating disorder and boobs done to acting coach and my nails and hair done. Oh, gross. <laughs> gross. I, 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 like I said, like the line, the lines, it, the line is slightly problematic and kind of a, 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 you know, commentary on the culture of, of being a, a female, especially a woman in, in like Hollywood and stuff. But yeah, uh, I, 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 I thought it was a good commentary. <laughs> to me though, <laughs> it was also, it was also one of those moments where a often dumb character says something kind of smart. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it turns out I actually, uh, uh, I, I thought I watched the uncensored version. I watched the censored version because I'm looking at some of these changes and I definitely did. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was, it was eating. It was, I can confirm what Walsh watched that. Yeah. Yep. I watched that too. All right. Where were we? Next is that Trent. Was Trent, yeah. So uh, some people get asked like what they would tell a contestant uh, still in the game, and he tells says that he would tell Gwen that he's rooting for her, and we get like a a love monta- montage of what uh, of their relationship so far, and we find out that Izzy is actually still mad at Trent for kissing Heather. Yeah, I I, I mean yeah, that's the thing. I'm like. I think there is meant to be like a little bit of sympathy being paid here to Trent, but I don't. I I feel like, yeah, if she went to kiss you, you pulled the fuck back. 
<laughs> like I don't yeah. care. I don't care if she like had her arms around you, like fucking kick and scream because that's fucking sexual, like her, like uh, assault <laughs> that she's doing. Yeah. All right. Uh, so after the commercial break, we get to find out what everyone thinks about the uh, uh, about the final five, and we start out with Heather. And we get things like, oh, Heather can kiss my butt. She's a total uh, psycho that, while Courtney thinks that she's impressive, doesn't like her tactics. She's scary. She's really mean. She's bossy. And we get some like uh, uh, some flashbacks of, of her, like especially in the bossy part, seeing how bossy Heather has been throughout the show. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that the commentary was fitting. Um, I think that they're heavily implying that if it came to a vote and Heather was at the end, that uh, there would not be very many people that would vote for her at the end, um, which is uh, which would would have been an interesting conversation more if that is how the show ended up going that direction that ended up going. But, Mm. um, you know, it, it just it goes to what I especially I've been seeing in like you know, Big Brother as of in recent years and in, in that, you know, if you're a dick, you know, people might are not gonna vote for you at the end. When you have a jury as part of a reality show, you have to kinda treat people well, even if you're stabbing them in the back, because mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna remember how you made them feel in the bad ways more than they in the way you make them feel good. So try to have more good than bad. Yep. Alright, who played the who played the better game then? And this is really only a question for Chris, but sure. uh it pr- provided game ends and jury vote for both of these. Mm-hmm. Who played the better game? Heather or Russell Hans? I it, it, I would have to rewatch <laughs> Russell's uh game. I I think I I think Russell I I because I, I feel like Heather burned every bridge that she had. I feel True. like Russell still had an ally or two when he oh, played. Oh, he did. You know he what did. I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. Heather burned every bridge. Um, right. So I, I think that Russell probably did play the better game. Russell's also a real person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, pl- I played a different game. And not yeah, a writer's yeah, yeah. room. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. So, uh, and then this is a question for Gabe, because uh, he's the only one I, I can ask. Uh, Gabe, who do you think played the better uh, long game, <laughs> Heather or William Afton? Listen, Walsh, <laughs> I can't say Will. I can't. Not now. I'm still Not heartbroken. Hmm. Wait, fuck! Soon. I, I, who, who, who's, who's William Afton? It's from Five, Five Nights, Nights at Freddy's. Oh, uh, okay, okay, yeah. Sorry, yeah. That's that. Yeah, that's 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 a raw. That's a raw. That's a raw subject at the moment. Yep. <laughs> I still have to lick my wounds. <laughs> Interesting approach. So uh, we hear about Duncan next. Uh, Courtney, of course, wants Duncan to win because they have a thing. Everyone knows about it, but Courtney thinks that it's still a secret, even though there's cameras and everyone is around her. Um, <laughs> Most of the most of the commentary is about how mean Duncan is, but Bridget mentions, "Oh, Duncan's not as tough as he seems," and we get the we get the the moment about uh, him like helping out DJ. Um, uh, I think there's actually only one thing said about. Uh, no, we t- talk more about Owen later. Um, but uh, like Katie and Sadie mentioned that Owen's fun, but was really mean in dodgeball. <laughs> but but it goes back to what i was saying earlier like owen had um overall he was more good to people than bad 
you yeah. know i mean I, he had I he had his moments and again i've 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 soured on owen over the course of the season but i mean but generally speaking like oh it's just a more likable contestant than a lot of who's remaining mm-hmm. how dare you say that to my girl lashana i'm saying well i'm saying more I, i'm i'm saying like owen's more likable than a majority of them i will so we'll talk about lashana in a second lashana yeah. is definitely is superior we've talked about it I also wanted to say before we go too far, I don't remember the exact line, but when Courtney is talking about how she wants Duncan to win, but doesn't think that anybody knows when everybody already knows, Noah says a line that is, I think, I've, I think, I don't think my golden retriever, it's like his golden retriever drools less looking at a ribeye than you do looking at Duncan. That yeah, that solid. was good. It was solid. Yeah, that was that was a very very good line. I take it back. Yeah. Any, anything bad I said about Noah. <laughs> so they, they when when it comes to Gwen, they mentioned that uh, she's she can be a little bit harsh sometimes, but for the most part, um, uh, for the most for the most part, uh, she she's good. Um, and Bridget says she would vote for either Gwen or Lashana to win. Um, Lindsay says that hey, we should probably talk about Lafonda. Uh, and no one can, no one can say anything bad about her. It's all positive stuff. Uh, even locking Heather in a fridge. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah. Well, like, like, like I, I, I meant to say, uh, like Gabe mentioned too. Like, Lashana was basically a superior, has been a superior contestant to basically everyone remaining, both being yeah. relatively likable to everyone, uh, or being dick to people who deserve to be, uh, uh, be, uh treated poorly um, yeah and uh was a kick-ass competitor overall right good at challenges too really good at challenges right matt which I you have, can't say about everyone i have a question yeah did did she actually say lafonda yes i feel like that's a, a subtle reference to napoleon dynamite <laughs> because oh when when does that i i, I forget <sighs> is it napoleon? is it his is it his brother's date yeah. hold on her name was the Fonda. She was extremely tall. <laughs> okay, Kip. Oh, it is La Fonda, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know my Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it. Seen it once. I've seen it more times than I'd like to admit. <laughs> Found. Guys, yeah, remember the Napoleon Dynamite animated? Se- Never mind. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't open that can of worms. Please, it's not good. Let's keep going. <laughs> so later that night, uh, it's they're all gathered by the pool. Trent's playing guitar for everyone. I've, I have a feeling Trent does that a lot, and I'm sure people like it because Trent's a pretty good guitar player. Mm. Uh, Cody's still sunburned as hell. Trent keeps uh, aggravating that sunburn. At maybe accidentally. Um, DJ just asked everyone who they want to win. Katie and Sadie mentioned that they'll vote for each other. Uh, Cody says that he wants Gwen to win. Uh, and then Lindsay talks about how he was denied on, on internationally broadcast television. And Cody actually takes it in stride. He's like, oh, thanks for pointing that out, Lindsay. <laughs> and mentions as long as Gwen is happy, then he's happy. Bridget can't decide between Lashana and Gwen. Harold wants to vote Lashana, but Courtney uh, wants to blackmail him into voting for Duncan. Uh, Beth thinks Owen should win, and then we get a fart montage of all the times that Owen has farted. 
Oh, it's definitely not all the times that Owen has farted. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah no, I, I only counted 18 farts in that <laughs> montage. <laughs> See, with uh, one, I've noticed, I feel like one of them, he at, at least one of them, he had to have shat himself. Because <laughs> 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 it sounded, the sound was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> what the the lead the, the the segue for that uh was noah actually saying that he was like a human like a atomic gas bag or something like that it was it was yeah, the term that, fumes. that noah used noah not, used yeah yeah, uh, to- yeah uh, to- atomic bag of not, not just fuse yeah whatever <laughs> uh jeff also agrees that owen uh uh he would go with owen uh dj and ava both expressed their support for duncan uh, some a lot of talk about Gwen winning, and then Chris shows up and kind of just poofs into existence mm-hmm. because everyone there gets to vote off the next camper. Uh, right after that, Bunny lands on Lindsay's lap, asks if the bunny is Tyler. Yes, and that's the last time that joke has happened. Yeah, they, they kind of beat it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to who uh who they want to come. Katie and Sadie both say that they would love for Lashana to show up because it would be so much fun to hang out with her. And so they both vote for Lashana. Um Courtney says, if you like Lashana, why don't you uh, uh then you shouldn't shouldn't say her name. And then Courtney and Har- Harold start fighting. Lindsay votes for Lashana twice, then Izzy accidentally says it, and then a parrot starts saying its name over and over. Trent says Chris, that's not fair. It doesn't know who Lashana is. And we keep hearing, Lashana, Lashana, Lashana. Yeah, the, the, every single time they said the name, you heard a little ding in the background. And that ca- counting the counted, vote. That counted the, the count of the Lashana vote. Yep. Lashana is then being pushed into the boat of losers by Chef. And Lashana has been eliminated from the game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. What the fuck kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, I as soon as I the memories flooded in my head from when I was a child, and even then I was like, "That's utter bullshit." <laughs> like, I know it's a cartoon. I know cartoons have no logic. But what the yep. fuck kind of logical sense does that make? Yeah, I listen, man. I've been, I've been, I've been pounding the table for talking about the logistics <laughs> of this fucking show this entire time. So I'm glad you're on my bo- on board for once. <laughs> uh, so, on that. Uh, before before we go further, Walsh, what was your reaction to this? Uh, so I'll go back to talk about what I have written in my notes, but. Uh, you know, I'm here with my notes. I say um, 18 farts in a row. Tonight they'll be voting the next person off. And then in all caps, STOP! <laughs> stop saying her name! And then just, just what with a question mark? And then a small side note of Chef Watch that Chef leads her onto the boat. <laughs> small but, Chef Watch. So, I feel like I've been willing to let certain things go up to this point, 
Because it is, you know, you guys talk about the logistics of things. It is a cartoon. You know, we're willing to suspend our disbelief for some things. Like, oh, the sharks are next to the pool getting their seaweed wrap with Beth. And that's, that's funny. Or, oh, Harold can just mess with the votes because he's upset. And right there, there is a, a cathartic uh, release of seeing Harold get some revenge. But this just feels so sloppy. Mm-hmm. And it feels like a bunch of people were in a writer's room and were like, Alright guys, we know the kind of order we want, so LaShonda's out next. How do we want to get LaShonda out? Maybe through a creative... Uh, challenge or something like that. Uh, it it was just the kind of BS that if 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 this were like re- a reality show and they tried to pull something like this, I don't think they would ever be forgiven. <laughs> yeah. Um. To talk, yeah. I mean, I I kind of want. I definitely wanted to hear Walsh and Gabe's point of view on this, and me and me and Matt have been texting and talking we, constantly about how Chris, we've been Chris and I have this. known. Yeah, we we've yeah. been looking forward to this particular episode for a while, and I I wanted to not be as I didn't want to be as harsh on this episode because I knew that there would be <laughs> there would be some good criticism laid down on, on this one. Um, I I I agree with everything that Walsh said on that, and, and what Gabe said as well. Like, I think that. It, I, I buy, I, I, I see two sides of it. I, cause I, I, I get the side of like production is meant to be this tool used to bring entertainment to people and to mess with the contestants. And it's funny when they do it and like the, the snow, the snow falling on, on, on Courtney, like that was funny, but there was nothing about this scene that was funny to me. It like it like and it wasn't like I took it seriously like oh my god how dare they do this it it, it, it a little bit was like that because I liked Lashana but it was more so just like I don't even feel like they did it well in execution and it just felt like really ran it, the whole it was kind of like a whiplash type scene because the whole thing takes place in like a three minute window and it was like it felt like so much kind of like happened in that short period of time that you're like, wait, Lashana's out of the game because a few people said their name a bunch of times. And now we, now she's here. Like what the fuck is going on? I, um, I want to, I want to let uh, Matt uh, speak on this, but as well, but I, um, I do have, I do have a idea that I feel like they, what they could have done with this whole situation, but Matt, you go first. Yeah, so like listen, listening to all you guys uh, talk is actually giving me some new uh, new uh, I- ideas on the scene and new new perspective on it, um, and it it very much does feel like a satirization of like just reality TV producers, like a satirization of real reality TV producers in terms of them coming up with bullshit things or finding bullshit reasons to eliminate people or them just fucking something up in general which costs someone the game which has happened in real survivor and i can go into that if you guys if you guys want the real world example but um i've just seen this as kind of like a like this really bullshit moment that totally fits into the character of the show as a whole as unfair as it is and as much as i love lashana it's the just pinnacle example of 
the producers and Chris are not on the side of the campers, and they just want to create drama, as the title of the show uh, implies. But but I, I I agree with that. But there's yeah. no payoff on that. True. We never see Lashana like. And this is just, I know this is spoilers for you know down the road, but we never actually see Lashana properly react to that whole sequence. Like we no. don't actually see her get mad at Lindsay for saying her name a bunch or for say Katie and say like we don't get that satisfaction. We just the next time we see Lashana, it's at the finale and that whole storyline we've moved past it, and it's such a crazy weird moment in the show that you would feel like for especially with a character like Lashana who is so likable and 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 for us at least we we all like her and the fact that she was taken out of the show on like just out of whim and out of unfairness like you feel like that would have a more lasting impact overall that three minute window is all we get of that and then we lose Lashana because of it at, for, yeah. at least for that, at least for the rest uh, until the finale. So, uh, my thing is, I and, and for I, and just to, just to hear me out on this because this was a, I was like, okay, how could they do this better? I don't know how they could potentially do this episode better or end it in a better way, where it's positioned. I think that what they could have done is moved this episode to the midpoint where we had the eat the the eat off competition. Move it to that point and have the ending of that episode be a competition that decides the two contestants that get back into the game. I feel like that would have brought drama. I felt like you could have talked about the characters that have left the game to that point, And I feel like you could have, it could have added the context of why Eva and Izzy were the ones that were brought back into the game. And then for Lashana's elimination, you could have kept the that eating competition that was in place, or you could have just invented another competition uh, that, to me, or at, at that point, it makes more sense that Lashana was eliminated. Because in the context of what it is right now, it's just, it's, I get the hilarity of it, and I totally understand the other point of view of it. I just, it doesn't work for me. As yeah. to for where it is right now, I think switching those things around could have made it a little bit better and make a little bit more sense. Yeah, and that that actually is a great idea. I, like I was going like in in my chair, I was like, "Ooh, that yeah. would have worked out really well." Um, yeah, so I I I I, I totally agree with that. Um, the the big big complaint that I have is just that Lashana didn't have time in this episode or a speaking role. Which has been a, been a criticism of a lot of the uh, the post merge episodes for me, with the exception of Jeff's elimination and Lindsay's elimination. Uh, the eliminated contestant really doesn't do that much, and I guess Trent as well. Trent Trent was a major figure in the episode he got booted. Sure, um, sure, yeah, yeah. But like it, with the exception of those, the the eliminated contestant has mostly been an afterthought. Like the episode has not been necessarily about them and not that it necessarily has to be because they're about to leave and you got to focus on the main characters who are going to be to the end but especially now that we're in the final five and these are the main characters of the show these are the people whose stories are told this uh this season you need to have a better send-off for a character like Lashana yeah who has been like the uh, essentially the main challenge beast and um other than other than Gwen the antithesis to Heather and like the only other argument I could even make for the 
having it and and having it have just stay the same the way it is is the idea that Lashana is so likable that no one has a problem with her what Courtney was saying like I can't say a single thing bad and I say think negative things all the time like I think that maybe the whole idea of this ending could have been that we couldn't get rid of Lashana any other way no one would have voted her out and no yeah. way would she have lost a competition so this is the only way that she would have been eliminated but I feel I... like that's not good. No, <laughs> I feel that's, like that's, that might be worse. Yeah, like I feel <laughs> like that's not. I feel like that's not really a good way of presenting that. I feel like you could have had it be like that. This was a super challenging competition that not even Lashana could overcome. I would have even been no, fine with some some total drama bullshittery where oh let's ask everybody uh, to vote for a character and then. They're all like, ooh, most of them are Lashana, and some are like, oh, but Gwen, oh, but Duncan. And then they realize they weren't voting for who they want to see win, they were voting for who's going to be eliminated. I would have been fine with that. I yeah. kinda yeah, yeah, I think that that might that might have worked out uh yeah. pretty well. I yeah, it is I, just I it is just you are it is just such such bullshit and like Technic like even if you were going to get somebody on like a technical thing, it's not even like established. Just say their name and they're out. Like, and you voted, and it just feels like once it starts going, they just want to. It's like specifically to fuck with you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I completely agree. And, and just one other note, I feel like if they were to do this episode and did it the way they they did it, I feel like. It would have made sense to put Heather out here, because I think it would have. I I know that that would have. I know the next two episodes have a lot of good Heather moments in it, but I think that it would have been fitting for Heather to have been eliminated by the peers that she had eliminated. I feel like that yeah. made more sense than a Lashana elimination, uh, and. I think that we would be able to maybe look over the unfairness of it a lot more if it was a Heather elimination, but it's because Lashana is such a likable character that it's like, Oh my God, like there's so many layers to this that just, they completely botched. And I completely agree with what you said, Walsh, like they could have pinned it like, all right, you guys are casting your votes now for who you want to win. And it's like, Oh wait, no, you didn't. No, we just lied to you. you got, you got, got, you know, like something like that. That could have been a lot better. Or fr phrase it in a very ambiguous way. So it's like, okay, you're all casting your votes now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Thinking it's like for who they want to win. And then it's like, oh, casting your votes for who you want eliminated. Yeah. maybe Did I it, not say that? <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe it's because it's like there was so little time left in the episode. Yeah. Like that 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 could potentially have been the factor, but I don't know. It's it's It was very messily done. Poor choice. I'm not, so I'm, uh, I, I, I guess my final thoughts are, I'm not against the idea of eliminating Lashana this way, but the execution was poor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I, before we go on to ratings, I have a quick question for you guys. Yeah. And I, and I think a lot of you guys have been very vocal, but in a kind of similar way that this question goes, well, actually I have two things I want to ask, but the first question is, what are your thoughts on the final five individuals? Uh, I think that um, the all, all five of them have a have a chance to win the game if they're at the end against the right person. Mm. Mm -hmm. So like Heather could probably only win against maybe Duncan. 
as an example, Owen could probably win against anyone. Gwen could probably win against anyone, as long as depending on what their final uh, uh, final performance was. But they've all they've all kind of like been playing the game to some degree. I think Owen the least of all, but has been likable enough that it's okay that it's okay that he's made it this far. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've all they they've all like shown some strategy, as much strategy as you need to show in total drama. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. My uh, overall assumption, I guess, analysis, not assumption. Yeah, I, I, I think that I, I agree with that sentiment. I mean, I think that if you had to, I mean, I, I'm looking at it from a Final Four perspective because now we know uh, Lashana is no longer in it. But yeah, I mean, for me, I, I think that it, out of the four contestants that are remaining and how they play the game, I think that Gwen probably stands the best chance to win. Uh, just because I do think that, generally speaking, that she is among the more likable contestants that are left that has also really played the game. Like you guys, like you said, Matt, like Owen mm. hasn't really done a whole lot. He kind of just has existed. <laughs> He's just who he is. He's the comic relief of these of these episodes. Um, but Gwen has really been in the thick of it. Um, you know, and Heather Duncan have had um duncan had his like maybe one moment of being nice but overall like both duncan and heather have been the villains of the season and unless they're sitting next to each other i don't know if duncan would win over gwen like i don't know i think he could win over owen maybe if they, if, if they if, if we're t- saying that this is actually like a jury situation i don't i think that duncan could win over owen and maybe have heather um i don't but i don't think anyone beats gwen I don't think anyone would, would beat Gwen I, yeah. in that situation. She's like, because ah, I think that she just has played the neutral enough game where she ha- hasn't gotten on the bad side of a ton of jurors, and uh, whereas Duncan and Heather have, and Owen could just be looked at as being useless. But Owen ha- has the personality to win over people. Gabe. Fuck everyone else. Just let Lashana win. (laughs) (laughs) I I understand Uh, your pain. Yeah, that's that's it's a valid it's a valid point at this point. Uh, All right, we want to do ratings. Yeah, let's do ratings. Let's do it. I I, yeah, I'll I'll start and say, I'm I'm actually on like the grand scheme of things. I would I'm going to put this at a six. Okay. I think that there is enough there in the episode of fun moments and solid writing and fun recap that I could forgive this episode um, for a lot of its, uh, you know, a lot of its flaws. But to me, uh, the four stars, the four, the four other points are lost just because of the the weird the weird ending. And I, I it was another one of those episodes where I'm like. I kind of wish that we were back doing like I I, I don't know like it, it I felt like it was it's a mix of like the competition and the fact that like I don't know if from a cartoon point of view for me and from a reality show point of view if I really care about what these contestants are like their thoughts are at the moment like I kind of want to I kind of want to still watch the competition that's going on on the other island but that's like a that was like a point of that the other three are is all the Lashana elimination just being as messy as it was. Yeah. 
Uh, I'll go next. Uh, I'm also going to give it a six for a little bit similar reasons. This episode was a lot shorter than I remembered it being. Like there were less things that happened in the episode than I remember from when I from when I was a kid for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just kind of felt like um, like a bunch of just a lot smaller stuff. Uh, clip shows usually drag things down for me as much as like they can be effective sometimes. It's I I guess I I just binge so much stuff that. Whenever I come across one, it's like, oh, really? Yeah, skip it. It's a skip. It's um, a skipping episode yeah. usually. And then the 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 execution. While I'm I'm not opposed to, uh, like I said, not opposed to the idea of Lashana being eliminated this way. The execution wasn't the best, so a uh, little bit off for me on that too. And I, I wouldn't put it up above some other episodes that have given a seven. So that's kind of where I'm landing. Uh, can I go next? Sure. I'm gonna give this episode a two. Okay. Wow, wow, okay. <laughs> I think a lot of the episode really feels... I mean, a lot of it is really just flashbacks and catching you up on not only where the char- these characters are now, but what's happened so far. It feels like a filler episode that you could really go without. And while maybe there were some interesting gags, it is a episode that... I mean, for a show that really is a kind of ensemble show, most episodes have a protagonist or character to follow through on, which is why a lot of these later episodes have worked so well. It's been a smaller cast that you can follow a lot more easily, but especially this kind of episode where we take the characters that we really haven't put as much focus on, and it's an ensemble just cast of characters where only maybe a quarter of them are likable, it becomes really hard to enjoy a lot of it. Other than maybe some, some entertaining gags here and there, uh, it's, it's hard to watch sometimes (laughs) where I found myself kind of bored at times because characters would be going over and recapping things that, you know, most of us remembered already. I mean, maybe there were some things like, oh, I forgot that happened, or I forgot this happened, because it was so early on, because some characters were only there so early on. And it was nice to see... Like, I enjoy Noah, because when you have such so many characters that are so off the wall or crazy, it can be really nice to have somebody sarcastic to just put them in their place for a moment. But when... The attention is on Sadie and Katie, and the attention is on Zeke being really weird and constantly trying to sneak up on Bridget and Jeff's making out <laughs> in the hot tub. <laughs> um, it, it felt like, oh, this is a nice little thing to kind of just check up on, but that like without having much to offer not moving anything forward and then an ending that kind of feels insulting to the viewer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't want to give it anything higher than a two. That's completely, completely valid. All right. Gabe. Now I'm going to give it a zero and it's not because of the, sh- of like my shallow, like, Oh, Lashana, like my shallow Lashana standing. It's just, Pretty much all the same reasons Walsh has listed uh, are I agree with, but um, I I I just think it's so bullshit. Like 
I <laughs> I cannot stand it. And I know, boohoo, it's a cartoon, but like, no, no, you're you're valid to feel this way. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just like, come on, man, you couldn't have done anything better. I put, the, you know what? I I've been convinced by both of you. Give me put put me at a three. Put me at a three. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna stay at a six. <laughs> just so this episode isn't totally buried. <laughs> but this is our lowest rated episode of the show. Oh yeah, it it feels like the lowest quality episode so far. <laughs> I I and I again like I I don't I'm not trying to like I'm I'm going to sound like I'm tuning my horn here, but I really feel like this would have fit better to if this was a mid season thing, and yeah. if and that this could have been just a flesh out episode and like oh by the way next episode's going to be a merge so but we we want to have a few extra people to compete hey. Let's have you guys do a competition here on the island, and the win- the two people that win the challenge will will get back into the game. Like I, I just feel like that would have been a much more satisfactory episode. I I I agree though that like even if they just wanted to change and fix the way that the ending plays out, I think that would have gone a long way to kind of improving things a little bit. All right. So, uh, before we move on to the total drama-rama, I want to just talk about Lashana just a little bit. Mm-hmm. In the sense that, I mean, going off of this, this whole show is supposed to be a parody of, of well, you know, uh, reality TV and Survivor and all those kind of shows. And a lot of the characters are supposed to be stereotypes of certain kinds of people. You have the party dude, you have the the goth, you have the mean girl, you have the ditzy one. Um, But Lashana very much, it felt felt like they... I I mean, of course, this is coming from a podcast of mostly white men, but it felt like they took a lot of racial stereotypes and then put it into a character... And then they realized, oh, this is a great character. But so much of what comes from the other characters, so much of when Heather goes to insult Lashana throughout the season, or when when Harold first meets Lashana and he's like, "You're you're big and loud." It is, it's kind of insulting, and I can understand it when if this was reality TV. And we want to make, uh, and somebody is a bit of a villain, and they're dropping much more racist remarks like, oh, get out of here. Um, and then, you know, saying, like, you want to be rapper, or um, just things like that. We could, you could go back and, and, and just hear it. Um, and if, but if that was a real person, to be like, oh, yeah, that person's definitely, definitely just a, just a little bit racist, and it's just an extra right. reason to not like them. Um, but it is, some things are very hard to just let go when the entire show, we all know, is people sat down at a table and decided to write out the exact words that every character says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it, at least for Lashana, it felt very much so like that could be somebody's only representation, and they're constantly seeing her 
get hit with all of these stereotypes and insults that are um, often either just straight out racist or fat phobic or just 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 gross you know like just disgusting for people to say right, um right. which is why and the fact that then Lashana goes above and beyond that we all love Lashana for it um but it makes it it, it, it like you just I just can't let the show get past that kind of writing yeah personally yeah and I'm glad that I'm glad that you brought that up yeah, yeah. I, I I think I think it is like I, I I think that that was something that really I, I I well that's why I'm like always worried about like the idea of them continuing to write see, like shows too because I feel like they lean so heavily on stereotypes and that was that is very evident and we didn't really call it out as much as we probably should have over the course of the season um, but. It is. I, I am glad that Lashana, the character, was still able to kind of stand above that. Um, about the insults that were being thrown <clears throat> at her, which is good. Like I and I, 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 I definitely don't want to give them credit on that. I just, I just think that she was so just enjoyable and again likable, and like she did. She was never doing things the wrong way, like we see a lot of these other contestants do. Like, I, I, I think I, I, I appreciate who she is, while even, uh, while also just acknowledging that, yeah, the way that it was presented was it was not correct, and then probably should have done. They probably, they definitely should have done a better job. Yeah, uh, from j- just from a like future of the series type of thing, I do think they do get a lot better in terms of writing diverse characters without making the stereotypes their entire character. Mm-hmm. And even La- even Lashana in, in the next couple of seasons that she's in is much more Lashana rather than the black girl stereotype. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel like that, that that's great to hear. Because, I, 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 again, I have not really watched any of the second or third season. Uh, I guess where my, my, my point where I point that out is, like, and not so much racial stereotypes, but just general, like how they write stereotypes in Revenge of the Island and Pakatau Island, and how those are just completely like they're egregious. And then there's like a mental health stigma, especially in the Revenge of the Island thing that they take, yeah. go too far with. Like, um, it, it's they they lean so hard into these things that they are just not realizing what they're doing and that that's a very much a black mark on the on on the total drama island the troll drama series as a whole i would say mm. all right after that all right let's get to the funnies <laughs> get to the total drama rama so flash in in uh, segue in honor of the death of the best character on Total Drama Island, um, I and and you know of course last time was the conspiracy of the of the lost episode, so I put it off from that one. But now we can finally bask in the glory of episode sixty nine of Total Drama Rama. 
Now, of okay. course, my episode number, I am going off of the Wikipedia. So it, like we've, I, like I've said previously, it's a little different if you look at the wiki. So this is episode 69. This is season two, episode 18. This one is coming in from Miles Smith. Thank you, Miles. The episode is titled, He Who Wears the Clown. <laughs> so oh a play, I, I believe that's a play on like, He Who Wears the Crown, He Who Wears the Clown. Okay. I'm going to read the Wikipedia first, which I think I'm t- I'm just saying you're the way I am reading it is the way it is written and it's definitely somebody fucked up here. <laughs> when shows up at a daycare, that was when as in like when is it happening? When shows up at a daycare for Harold's birthday. Comma. Owen wishes to be a clown. So the clown has him honk his names three times, and Owen literally becomes a clown, comma, but everything has a price on it. Bro? What the fuck is that any, last part supposed to mean? Any sort of media that depicts clowns as, so, as a different <laughs> entity than human is always the most terrifying. So I'm going to read the Total Drama Wiki description. Okay. After trying on the nose of a clown, Owen learns that this is how clowns are made, and he is stuck as a clown until he can trick someone else into asking to try on the nose. (laughs) So it's a parasite host situation. I guess so. It is just like, it is like a curse that you have to pass on to someone else. It, he his nose just whispers to him. Can I have ice cream? Why do my nostrils <laughs> whisper to me? <laughs> oh, my, oh oh my god! Sorry. So I always love my little screen caps here at the end that they add. Um, and it's uh, in the end, Chef tells Owen to stop clowning around. Chef honks Owen's nose three times. Chef wonders what happened because I think the nose just jumped to him. Owen says sorry to Chef. Chef thinks that his new lo- nose looks great. Owens tries to explain to Chef what just happened. Chef turns into a clown. Qu- Gwen's quote, and the circle of life continues, and then it says, Chef gets attacked by a bear. But <laughs> I'm just going to share this image <laughs> that wow. is wow. Chef as a clown with his hunched neck coming out of a clown car, and it's horrifying. Oh, <laughs> this should be censored. <laughs> what? Yeah, he Chef's he look he neck. looks like a dick. He looks like a dick. I'm gonna be honest here. His neck is just so girthy. That yeah yeah. Dude, that's just Chef. I know that's just Chef, but don't do that. Oh man, that's just that's just straight up unfortunate. And such, the circle of life continues. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This has been the Dock of Shame podcast. Let the circle of life continue, and we'll find, see you all next time. Find the clown that's within you. The Dock of Shame podcast is brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Dock of Shame, and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods.